Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another exciting episode of Dazed and Infused. Tonight, we are very happy to have High Life Farms, uh, represented by Ben and Vinny Celani. I think I pronounced that last name correctly. That's right. Thanks for having us. And uh, you guys are both in California and Michigan. You're growers on a big scale. Um, and uh, we're going to start out this interview with what's your historical relationship to cannabis? Um, I mean, on a professional level, I mean, we're multi-state operators, obviously in Michigan and California. Uh, previously before that was Colorado. Um, in Michigan, we're vertically integrated anywhere from distribution, manufacturing, cultivation. We do it all. In mm -hmm. California, it's pretty much the same, except we lack dispensaries. So, I mean, it's been a pretty colorful six years for us. This has all happened pretty quickly. You start off in the um, med space? Yeah, we started off in the med and then that rolled into rec while we were in Colorado. And then we uh, exited that market as we saw it starting to decline a little bit. Yeah. From our point of view. And um, California and Michigan started at about the same time back in, what was it, 2016, Ben? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, California. We started that project in 2015 and the grows actually opened up simultaneously with our Michigan projects in 2017. Right on. Yeah. And how many how many square feet you got under canopy in uh, Michigan? Uh, square footage under canopy is roughly sixty thousand in Michigan right now. And uh, you got about eighty down in uh, uh, Desert Hot Springs, is that right? Plus uh, eighty thousand square feet total on the building. We have a uh -huh. twenty-two thousand square foot license for canopy right now, with an additional ten to add on after that. Right on. I yeah. did watch a great video of your facility there in Desert Hot Springs. Cool water system. Guys, yeah, that was, yeah. That is we're really super proud neat. of the cleanliness of that place and how it all came together. Yeah, that place um, looks like it's high tech. We're very happy with it. Right on. Okay, cool. Um, so you you're in Michigan, you're in California. Are you besides uh, leaving Colorado you in any other states right now, or, or looking at that right now? Um, now our main focus is Michigan and California right now. Um, I think those are, are two of the. I don't know two of them, but yeah, the best up and coming states right now. And really for us, um, it's very hard to, to focus on these two alone. So yeah. we're just sticking in these two states and unless something else comes along. Um, but yeah, Michigan and California is our main focus. Yeah, I read something recently that uh, basically Michigan sold out of wheat, right? It's very hard to keep stuff in stock there, which is great for the business, I'm sure. Yeah, it has been great for the business for sure. But um, yeah, there's absolutely a shortage here right now. Um, it is starting to, the market's definitely starting to mature this year. And a lot of new cannabis companies are actually kind of getting their roots and, and actually starting to produce a lot of products and keep up with the market. So I think 21 will, will definitely be a different year in Michigan with a, a lot of new competition, which isn't a bad thing there. There was way too much of a shortage in product for a long time. So all these companies are definitely necessary to to make this whole cannabis industry in Michigan work. It's a tough market, especially when you don't have enough product to give to the dispensaries, and then you you get bad uh, bad press. You know, it happens out here too in Cali, where 
you just don't have enough stuff to go around. The other day I was in a, about 15 dispensaries as I went through the Central Valley. The amount of stuff that was sold out because of the holidays was frightening, you know. No, it's crazy. I went yeah. to buy some Tinley's, you know, that little drink, you know. Uh -huh. Nobody had it. Yeah, I think everyone's everyone was running into trouble those last two months, so no one actually made purchasing budgets, which is what we're finding out right now. No, just it's the same. Keep it tight. Same. same for me. No one was buying in late December. Nothing. Yeah. Zero. Everyone's just trying to survive. So yeah. we have the opposite problem in California, as you know, probably overabundance. Yeah, that's an understatement. There's weed coming out of your ears here. All out, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So um, going uh, right now, you have Wana Brands, Keef, and Kiva, or you're in, and you have an in-house brand in Mission called Joyology. Is that right? So Joyology is actually a store that um, we are currently partnered with in Grand Rapids. The brand, the other brand that we do out of our uh, production factory here is our High Life brand. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Joyology is just a, a dispensary that we're working with right now um, that we are partnered in, but there's currently only one location. So are you guys manufacturing the, the Keef drink in Michigan? Is that that, that the same Keef or not? Yes. Uh, no, we will, we will be. Michigan laws have been uh, incredibly resistant towards allowing beverages. So we were the, uh, the first people to bring beverages into the state, but um, the mm -hmm. state has not allowed us to do it yet in three years. Um, wow. They just released drink rules maybe uh, a week ago, and they're pretty tough parameters. Um, so in... 2021 i'm sure you'll see a few drink brands come out and potentially we could uh launch our keith brand this year that's great i like keith yeah. i've got one of the the purple people is a, a great brand it's just been yeah. tough to launch liquids here in michigan is, is there any reason for that uh, do you have like a bcc out there or what, what's your governmental body out there yeah so we were actually the first uh license in michigan and um uh mara Marijuana regulation is obviously very new here. Um, so they're really just trying to figure out how to do these things, what other states are doing. And uh, in some instances, like beverages, they've decided to uh, take like a, a bit of a more intense approach than other states have and be a little bit more thorough about letting those edibles into the state. Um, really, everything but drinks has been let in. Okay. Weird. Yeah, right. weird. But um, yeah. Uh, for some reason, they, they took a long time to let liquids in. Yeah. Well, it, it, drinks are kind of coming to their own here in California. We're finally getting some. I've had the guys from Wonder on the show. I've had the guys from Colexo on the show. Um, haven't had Keef on yet, but um, I have identified those are guests that I brought on because I like their products. And there's a lot to be said for that. You know, um, there's not a lot of good cannabis drinks out there right now. That's for sure. Yeah. No, for sure. And I would, I would definitely agree. All those products are fantastic. And I think Keith Cole is a, a great soda too. I wish we could make more of it here in Michigan. Yeah. He'd be great on your show, by the way. Eric's a great guy. I'd love to have him. I'll, I'll, I'll ask him. Um, Vinny, what do you, you know, you're here in Cali a lot, I guess. Um, do you see a lot of uh, drinks that you like? What are, where are you going on your drink? To be honest, I never really got in, I really never got into the drink market myself out here. Okay. I've done some of like the syrups that they've made over the years, the tinctures, yeah, which yeah. I kind of like. They're, they're all right. Um, but I remember back in the day, they were making the, what was the name of the beer that they're making? Oh, hi, hi, um, high Flyer. High yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was high Hops, which That's I think is also made by an affiliate of Keith. Which oh, is it? Yeah. Not Lagunitas Brewing or whatever they're calling it? No, no. They're partnered with a bunch of groups over there. There you go. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> you know, 
coming out of COVID and all this shit, we've all kind of rejiggered how we're doing things, right? And looked at new methods to sell, new methods to grow, new methods to employ and safety and all this shit. What are you seeing coming out of COVID in theory? You know, we're coming out of it. I mean, honestly, in the beginning of COVID, business picked up for us. It was, yeah, me too. We're selling the highest price we've ever sold for. Um, I mean, we're basically selecting which customers could buy from us because we didn't have enough product. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see towards the end of all this, um, disposable income is kind of drying up a little bit. So you're seeing dispensaries not selling as much. We're having to do big promotional deals, deals right now, which is starting to affect the market a little bit. But um, all in all, I don't think it's really affected cannabis a lot. Do you think that the lessons learned from COVID, though, are like stratifying your offerings, meaning you have a lower price of medium price, a high price item, and perhaps sure. a luxury item? Yeah, uh, we're noticing that since COVID hit, yeah, there's there's definitely a price for A buds, B buds, C buds. So we have we have a huge distinction here in California. Um, people are much pickier. So yeah, there's different classifications for sizes. Yeah. But that so, is yeah. in Michigan, ben, it's still the same thing. It's there's there's not enough flour to go around. So um, I don't think there's that classification of everything yet. Yeah. Announcing Shuggy Stevia. Our new Stevia blend is meant for people with diabetes or simply don't like sugar. It's easy to use and is powered by Kushla, the number one water-soluble THC on the market today. Fast-acting, usually under five minutes. Look for Stevia by Shuggies at a store near you. Here's a controversial subject I want to talk to you guys about because I talk to a lot of growers about this all the time. And, and guys like, um, I, you probably know George and uh, Cody um, from platinum, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I was just on the, uh, we did a cooking show, George and I last week in San, San Diego, but we were talking about potency, right? And so many dispensaries right now are selling weed based on potency. It kind of drives me crazy because some of the best weed I've ever had was 14 or 16%. It wasn't 31%, you know, what's, uh, let's start with you, Ben on, Michigan, where are your buyers going? Are they are they buying into this or are they just going for taste, flavor, and terpene profile? Uh, they are absolutely buying into potency. I, I'm just <sighs> like you. Um, terpenes uh, and, and the full entourage effect has is, is always been what's made cannabis great for me. And it's yeah. never just been a, a high potency number. Granted, a lot of those strains are, are definitely powerful and, and fun to smoke. But like you said, some of the best flower out there might be 23% with a, with a great terpene profile on it. Um, yeah. But uh, for buyers out there, it is all THC driven right now. Uh, unfortunately, we've really tried to push the whole terpene thing. Um, the fact that, hey, this might not be the highest percentage, but the quality, the smell, the flavor is fantastic. Um, at, at the end of the day, the THC number is really what matters, unfortunately. Vinny, what's your take on it? Yeah, it's same here in California, unfortunately. People, uh, people on the market are looking for anywhere from 26 and above right now. Yeah, I know. Well, that is, is discounted product to them. Um, but yeah, I mean, the highest potency flower we grow is probably Boss OG, which is 36%, and it's my least favorite flower we have. I like yeah. uh, our Cushman's, which rolls in like the 20 to 25% range. It just has let a me, profile. Let me uh, guess the smoke ability of the Boss OG. I bet it's it's potent as shit, mm-hmm. uh, but I bet it has a good, uh, decent nose to it, gassy, but it doesn't smoke well. No. It'll get you stoned up a Jesus, but it doesn't yeah. smoke well. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the dispensaries are the, the motivator behind the THC, the high THC battle, and For they're sure. just like – 
that seems to be the conversation that is constantly going on right now. And it's really annoying, actually. It's, yeah. No, it gets pretty frustrating when you're when you're trying to sell truly good flour and somebody wants to come back at you with, oh, but it's not 28%. And you're like, well, you you never had test results in the past. Why are you telling me that this is all of a sudden not good flour? <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, another argument here in California, especially, and you're down in Desert Hot Springs, right, Vince? And uh, you see up here, um, I've, I've seen some of the best weed of my entire life grown outdoor here, just hands down. Nothing will come close. Sugar leaf supreme, just just giant, giant colas um, and beautiful smoke, right? When you tell people in LA or San Diego it's outdoor, others like, oh, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. Immediately want half price. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy to me. It is crazy. And the market for outdoor flower too was actually flourishing here for a while in like the $1,500 range. And then we saw the bottom fall out and I think they're selling pounds for $600 now. It's crazy. Six to eight. Yeah. All day yeah. long, which is terrible. Though, I mean, in, in a lot of ways, um, what direction do you think we're going in 2021, 22? What, what do you think we're going to be? Where will we be? Um, I'm, I'm hoping a lot on legislative and changing banking laws and those little things here and there that allow us to continue to grow and actually run a functioning business that's not a, a circus act at the moment. Yeah, the, the um, banking thing is a nightmare. I yeah, guess. so we're, I mean, we're hoping at least with, with the new, uh, new change of guard here that they'll push that forward and, and make things easier for us because it's been tough. They said they would, but they are politicians. So we we'll shall see. We'll see what happens. Um, ben, what do you think? Um, hard to say, but I guess our, our vision for 21 as a team in high life is, is to really push our core brands here and make sure, you know, we spread our wings as much as we can in Michigan with the, with the high life brand. Um, and I think ultimately it's going to help us a lot in California too, which is obviously a a much, much bigger market and harder to get your name out there. Um, so yeah, that's really our vision for 21 right now is to make sure we, we do everything we can to, to give quality products under our own name and um, uh, really make our name known here in Michigan. Yeah, I think it's a good tact because brand recognition, I think, is going to be a big thing uh, in 2021, 22. I think that uh, brands that stay true to their ethos are going to be the ones that survive and the ones that don't get too divergent with 350 products on their menu because there are a lot of those out there. It's yeah. just too hard to maintain, you know. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty weird. Um, right now we're just going to talk about a, a product that I'm bringing out soon is Shuggy Stevia. It's a delicious Stevia mix of um, Stevia and inulin fiber from the agave plant. Also great for people who have diabetes or sugar intolerance issues. It'll come in a nice uh, 60 gram container ready to put into anything you currently consume at home. If you are a diabetic and you've been to a dispensary recently and you can't find a goddamn thing to buy, it's because there are no Stevia-based products on the market, and I'm bringing one to you. So look for Stevia um, Shuggies in the next two weeks. It'll be on dispensary shelves throughout the state. Um, So after all of what we've talked about today, what do you have coming up? Is there anything you want to announce? for um, new products or anything like that? New products in Michigan. Uh, we've been, we launched it maybe three months ago. Um, Solventless is pretty big in California and there's definitely a good presence of it here in Michigan too, but it's only really in the black market at this point. 
Um, so my big focus is to um, to bring more solventless and high quality concentrates into the market right now. Um, same thing with uh, solventless pens. We're about to do a, a release of those. Our, our brand is called Chief Solventless out here. Um, yeah, I think that would be one of our, our big things that we got going on right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in California, just grow our retail presence. I mean, we've been basically a white label wholesale manufacturer for a long time now. So, I mean, it'd be nice to get our own brand out there, which we have been, um, and really push that forward in 2021. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Do you guys do pre-rolls at all in Michigan or California? Yeah, for sure. We do our own pre-rolls in Michigan. Yeah, we do, do as well. Um, are they straight up or do you, are you doing shatter or key for uh, we do we like do that? straight up but we also do an infused we're R&D an infused one right now that should be in the market the next month or so okay yeah it seems like pre-rolls killed it through most of covid and they got bigger and bigger and bigger and i think that has to do with the people's spending powers going sure. down and down yeah. and down so um right now so let's just break off into stony story and i'd love to hear Anything you have to say about some crazy story that may have affected you or a friend or a loved one. And uh, if anyone, we start with you. Why don't I just talk about the first time I ever got high? Let's do it. I think I was, uh, I'm not going to mention my age here, but uh, I was young. And I remember my cousins telling me at the time that the first first joint wouldn't affect me. And uh, that was clearly a lie at the time. Yep. Because I remember sitting down and watching probably an entire season of South Park and eating eating a family-sized bag of Doritos. Got it. I remember it was one of the greatest nights of my life. Um, but it, it really, I really remember that day a lot and it inspires passion for us here. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Ben? Um, I guess mine would be a recent story about the, uh, the potency of, uh, of homemade uh, edible butter. <laughs> um, so I recently made some uh, edible butter out of uh, some, some hash rosin that we had laying around at home and, uh, had some friends over and we didn't know how much to put on some cinnamon rolls. Uh, long story short, uh, one of my buddies is in the room right now, ended up hug- hugging a couch cushion all night. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. How funny. <laughs> that is like classic. I mean, it's always edibles to get somebody and you know, that's just the way that is. Um, what do you think about legalization guys? Last question on the night here, legalization art is the new team going to do it or not? I mean, it's, uh, I think it's a possibility, but um, I think overall for for us as a team, we hope for legalization not this year, but a few years from now. I do think it's a possibility with the new team here, though. I, yeah. I agree. Vin, Vinny. No, I'm saying yeah, yeah. Legalization is a great thing as long as all everything's ruled out correctly. Like I was saying with banking laws and all that kind of stuff. Um, us at a high level, we work with legislation and trying to lobby down in D.C. trying to get things changed. So we're really just looking for that in 2021, to be honest. Yeah. And I'm hoping as well, um, Ben, that it takes two more years. That would be perfect timing for me as well. <laughs> I don't need this to go too fast, too in too far. Um, right. So uh, this has been a nice, quick 30 minutes. And it's been really good to have you guys on the show. And if you ever want to promote anything, please do reach back out to me. And I'd love to have you back on Days and Infused. Awesome. Yeah, we absolutely appreciate, you appreciate it. Right on. So um, once again, this show was brought to you by Shuggies, S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S. Find us at Shuggies.com. And if you are a um, industry professional, we have now launched House 420, H-A-U-S 420.com, where it's an industry 
mixer series that we're going only with people in the industry. So you can see other brands in a nice controlled environment with other industry people. RSVP to any event at house420.com, H-A-U-S-420.com. We will be having events in Oakland, uh, San Diego, LA, Orange County, Merced, and probably Chico if we get our shit together. So uh, look for house420.com and please come on by. We'd love to meet other industry professionals and, and find a nice convivial atmosphere where you can try small to medium-sized brands that perhaps you have not seen or heard of. So guys, I really appreciate Highlight Farms being here and thanks so much. And please take me up on my offer and come back to the show again. Yeah, we appreciate you having us and look forward to seeing you at the facility soon. Thanks, man. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.